1: That's Blue Nile.com.
2: Welcome back to Watch Less, Complex's podcast about movie and TV culture. This is Cal, Deputy Editor of Complex's Pop Culture Vertical. The homie Fraser Thark. Always there with me. Um, Sir. Sure. It's uh We're both safe. You know, it's 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 the trying time right now, you know, the, the, the murder of George Floyd, the protests surrounding that all across America, it's, it's been, it's, it's gone from what's been like, a, a it was already like a crazy week, you know, a lot of things opening up Corona, you know, concerns, but like the, the whole conversation shifted and uh, I mean, rightfully so, but it's, it's been, it's been scary out there. You've been doing all right, Frazier, with all that?
1: Yeah, man. um, It's been a really mentally exhausting week for sure. And even to just think about, like, I had done an interview with Lakeith about a totally unrelated but very related issue. Yeah. Like a week before. Yeah. And a week later, we're already, um, you know, learning a new name that we
2: should have never known. That's crazy. how, How fucking crazy? I don't need to know who George Floyd was. In, a, in a di- unless
1: he wanted you to know
2: exactly in in a different world he would have been a dude that lived his life somewhere and i would have lived over here and i would have never have known him now he is the name he's the next name in, the, in a list of a long list of two long list of names who were being taken out before their time um
1: i want to well, i mean you say that it's like uh so i saw um A dude I follow, he's a photographer. Let's say he's like maybe 24, 25. Mm -hmm. So let's say the people that he was in a, um, not a thread, but one of those chains, those quote tweet chains. Okay. So let's say that, you know, maybe the people he was quote tweeting in that series were around his same age. They were all sharing like just the name of the person or the first name that they remember, you know, the headline really affecting them or, Mm -hmm. or really tuning into that story. And it was really sad to see just the long list of names. And then even worse to think that, you know, with the extra four or five years that I have on them, I could take that back to, you know, Sean Bell. or yeah, exactly. Even like, I'm going to do Diallo. Exactly. You know, I remember. I remember,
2: so. I remember Diallo. I, I might have still, I forget what year that was, but I was definitely in school when that happened. Damn. But um, you you mentioned talking to, to Lakeith recently. I recently spoke with Kendrick Sampson. Who plays uh, Nathan on Insecure? If you didn't know who he was before this weekend, you you probably saw it in the mix of a uh, catching up on the protests out in L.A. Um, he was on CNN. He caught seven rubber bullets, and he was getting whipped with uh, police batons on TV. Like it was, it was live. I spoke with him. he. Um, he has an initiative that is about. It's mostly about mental health. Actually, he has a uh, an essay that he wrote for Complex specifically about mental health awareness for, you know, mental health awareness month, which, uh, you know, just, we, we, we just got out of, but um, it was crazy that, I know they were working on getting that up on the site. And then that weekend, it's a totally different situation with him. Um, he was in pain. I got to talk to him maybe like 15 minutes. He was definitely still hurting, but uh, you know, that guy is, is, is very passionate about, how he feels about the country right now. He kept stressing the, the, the idea of defund, defunding the police and prosecuting these, you know, these killer cops that those are direct quotes. He he will tell you how he feels about the situation early. It was, it was, you know, it was dope to see that. It was great to see guys. Like a, I saw Michael B. Jordan was out in the mix. In the mix. Um, Jamie Foxx had a really great speech um, with Steven Jackson. Yeah. Steven, Shouts to Steven Jackson. He's been a he's been a real impact player, you know, in um in getting the word out and getting getting people behind the message and the cause of, of what's going on right now. It's sad that it has to be this way though. I mean, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, you know, I can't remember a time when I was ever this glued to like Twitter in a really um endless kind of nightmarish way. But obviously there have been days but this has now been a series of days and it just feels like you know, you do one thing, you do some work, or watch some TV, and then you're right back on the phone, just like in a black hole of facts. Um, You know, fear and and um, just yeah. uncertainty.
2: It's been, I think, it's been interesting to just see how. I don't want to say that it's been like just another part of life, but like I like Ferguson, Baltimore. There's like these, there's these moments and these these protests, especially when it comes to like. You know, riots and things like that where I rem- I've i spent nights, you know what I'm saying, glued to a, a Periscope or a Facebook Live. I did it last night because they were um, they were in Trenton. Somebody randomly threw a, a watch party link up um, over the weekend. And it was, you know, this guy just there are people they were looting in, in and out of liquor stores and, and burning cop cars and things like that. Um it's 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 set, it's one thing to see like the area because you know like where George Floyd it was that was Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah. It, it you knew it was going to go. It was going to go down in Minneapolis. It, it's there's too much anger welling there. Um, but then it just starts to spread. You know what I'm saying. And the closer it gets to home, the realer it gets. Um, it's sad to say that some do have questions about the. Uh, the sincerity of some of the people who are, are participating in the pro in the protest, especially some of the people that are making it more violent than the organizers wish it to be. Um, that was, and that was Kendrick Sampson's whole point. It was like, they had a peaceful thing that they, they had people giving speeches and singing songs and things like that. And they kept it moving down the block and they got to this one spot because he was looking for the rest of the people from his initiative and uh, there was a, a large, you know, aggressive police force, and he was one of the people that like ran to the front line to be like, "You can't be, you know, brutalizing people like this." So, uh, you know, it's it's again, I I can't stress enough how terrible it is that we even have to be dealing with a situation like this. But it's it's important if you have a voice, if you, you want to take action, to just do it. You know, if you feel if you feel a type of way about this situation, there are ways to start to enact change, and I think it would be who of you to make your voice heard, do what you have to do to, to, to support that. Yeah. You know, it feels like it
1: could be a very big watershed moment. And I just hope that it is, you know, thank you. You mentioned protests from years back and you've seen people stress voting um, later this year, but Mm. you know, some of the stuff that we referenced were in years that we had Barack Obama and you know, much, much better, cabinet and elected officials and, you know, all of this stuff still went down. So, um, I don't know. I hope it takes, I hope it takes hold this time.
2: Yeah. I mean, fingers crossed. We'll still see. I mean, it, and, and I just want to stress to everybody that it's early, you know, cause don't, don't forget, there's still going to be a trial at some point, you know what I'm saying? So you, know, you have to, I think people have to prepare themselves for, Reliving some of the facts of this case again, however many months down the road, um, I just want to stress that you know, again, th- this is the beginning. This is really the beginning of a, uh, you know, ha- th- this George Floyd, you know, murder situation, um, and it's going to take a while to play out. Just stay. Sa- uh, you should have already been staying safe because of the coronavirus, but please stay safe if you are out in the field. Um, I, don- I have no witty segues i don't know how else to get to get out of um such a a, a horrific real life thing this well i just
1: want to add first that they that people stay engaged too you know i think yes yeah yeah um you know i've seen a lot of uh white friends and non-black friends um reach out to me directly and you know just you know make their feelings plain on social but and I don't want to accuse any of it for being performative, but I hope that it's something that they realize is something that needs to be maintained. Yes. Yeah. Um, well beyond this week.
2: Facts. And, and, and I mean, and I think you can tell, you can judge who's really sincere. Cause I know the people that have genuinely reached out to me have been people that have reached out to me, you know, when this situation wasn't going on. But so, you know, I think, um, you know, shouts out to, to, to you know, the real people out there in your lives. Um, I think stay engaged, stay informed, but just make sh- make sure you you're you're taking all of the information in because there was there was some some dude on the on the news talking about how two black kids, but he was bleeding from the head, talking about bust upside the head. Come to find out, my man's had a bow and arrow in the in the intersection. Yeah, they're
1: out there with crossbows, swords.
2: The sword guy is crazy. There's a lot of crazy situations. Um, again, we're not a conspiracy podcast, so I, I can't get too deep into, you know, a lot of the theories that I'm seeing, but I would say, you know, stay informed, but know where you're getting your information from, because there are some people who are trying to flip information um, and to, to, to in, enact a certain reaction from you. Um, just be aware of things like that and consider your sources as you're traveling on the line. And, you know, the mute, the mute button works well. You know, block button. Okay. Block button works exceptionally exceptionally well if you need it, um, in certain times. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I just fucking stay safe, everybody. Everybody, I don't. We don't need anybody else lost at this time. It's it's our. It's been it's been a bad couple of months already. That's why we watch shows like Insecure.
1: Yeah, I mean, breaks are needed.
2: Breaks are needed. You know? I think. Um, that was because, well, that was what Natasha Rothwell, who wrote this week's episode of Insecure, um, very good episode. Yes. That's centered on uh, Issa and Lawrence. Um, she made a note online, basically be like, you know, don't don't ever think that anybody wants you to stop the fight, but know that if you want to take a break, if you want to just tune out for a bit, you know, we have something for you. You know, which I thought was a good way that shit weighs on you, you know, especially if you're, Oh you yeah. Know, You know, thinking about that, I can't do it. And I've, again, been doing it for so long um, just because of how old I am in America. And I know you're the same way. Um, It's, you have to take some time to, you know, get back to like a normal, even if it's for a half hour. And again, Natasha wrote a great episode of Insecure to to prop that up. And I think Insecure is a
1: great, you know, um, with something like this. Uh, a word like escapism doesn't even feel right to say yeah. and it also kind of just isn't true like it's kind of hard to really escape from all this but a show like insecure that you know really celebrates blackness is almost like kind of exactly what the doctor ordered in an instance like sunday night
2: you're 100 percent correct with that Frazier. um i think there are times when you need to laugh. There are <laughs> shouts out to you know all of the content that's been created and has been waiting for us to uh, take it in for times like this. Uh, this week's guest, special guest on this episode, is Yvonne Orji, who is who plays Molly in Insecure. She also has a HBO, her first stand up special for HBO, uh, Mama. I made it. It airs Saturday, June 6th at ten p.m. Eastern. Uh, she's a hilarious person. I, uh, I didn't realize she was going to be as funny as she was. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, especially guys like you and me, like we should clearly know the difference between the actor and the character. But, you know, for most of us, Insecure was our introduction to Yvonne, right? Yes. So there is going to be some, you know, subconscious association there. And especially in a season where, you know, Molly is coming off very brittle at times, very closed, very clipped, very cold. It was jarring in a really pleasant way to, you know, first watch Yvonne's special, which is great, yeah. and then talk to her. And it's like just the complete opposite, Yes, you know,
2: yeah.
1: uh, very warm, very goofy.
2: <laughs> She's a lot of fun. She kind of, she reminds me of, of, of Rel. In certain ways, just yes. Like, you know, there's, there's always you can tell that both of their minds are always moving. there yeah.
1: Well, I was gonna say she, she's very quick with it, and it made me sad. You know, I'm you know, as blessed as we are that we can continue, um, you know, most of our our jobs here, and We're... especially continue doing this and doing these interviews with people. Mm. It did make me sad that we weren't like in a room together. Facts, because Facts. I know that would have been
2: great. Yeah, but a hundred percent. I think um, if the next time we get to talk to her, it should be in person. Yes. Maybe we'll have masks on at that point. But, um, socially distant. (laughs) We'll be six feet away. No, she, she talked about the special. She talked about, um, you know, I, because I didn't realize she was a comedian first. It sounds like that. She, she went from I'm funny to I need to get known to let me, you know, start acting, get my face out there. And it, it seems like it's really working for her. She talks, she talks a lot about her stand up, but also gets into, uh, the back and forth between her character and Issa's character on this season of Insecure. Um, among other things, it it was again, really fun conversation. Hope you guys enjoy it. Check out our convo with Yvonne Orgy after this quick break.
3: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile. We like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot,
2: Welcome back to Watch Less.
1: Yeah, so we just want to clarify that, um, you know, this interview that you're about to hear with Yvonne Orji was recorded um, about a month ago, well before, you know, uh, the murders of Rihanna Taylor, George Floyd, and David McAtee. And, um, you know, and kind of in the spirit of Natasha Rothwell's message that she dropped this past Sunday ahead of her episode of Insecure, we kind of felt that, um You know, distraction, obviously, is not the right word. I think uh, attention is one of the reasons that a lot of this this stuff is happening right now, or lack of attention. But respite is definitely important. And we felt like, you know, in the spirit of similar to insecure, Yvonne's special is something that celebrates blackness. And um, we had a lovely conversation with her. So we felt that this would be a welcome respite from everything that's going on for those who need it,
2: because that is important. 100% 100% just taking as part of your self-care so without further ado here's our conversation with Yvonne Orgy the talented Yvonne Orgy
0: I know the grass is green on the other side because people are like mm-hmm. we want to be bored for me right now boredom is a luxury like I'm low-key I'm like I want a day maybe a week of like guilt-free boredom like I just I just want to yeah. not like You know what I'm not going to do today? Answer my phone. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) My goals are real low. My goals are real low.
1: So you're staying busy. uh, Are you writing or or taking calls, setting things up? What's going on?
0: Frasier, did did my publishers hit you up to to, to put me on blast?
2: (laughs) Don't let (laughs) me get you in trouble.
0: (laughs) Yes, I am putting the finishing touches on my book, which is coming out next year. Wow! Uh, congrats, congrats! Congrats! Yes, uh, you didn't like Blacks. You know, I'm out here just grinding or whatever. <laughs> being an author, um, yeah, it's called bamboozled by Jesus. How God tricked me into the life of my dreams. So wow. trying to inspire, let people know, like I came from P.G. County, Maryland, Laurel, where you know, yeah, sure. If you make it, you make it. Great. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I do say there are there are a lot of. uh athletes and comedians that come out of uh, uh, PG County, Maryland. There's actually a, a documentary coming out on Showtime about like all the great basketball players that have come from PG County, Maryland. Oh, wow. However, for this Nigerian immigrant being in PG County, Maryland, I was supposed to be a doctor. I was like, yo, I had no, nobody's connections in Hollywood. So if I can make it by the grace of Jesus, uh, y'all get this book so y'all can find out how you can make it.
2: Talk about it. Well, I mean, I guess you know. Congrats on the book. Congrats on on your first HBO special. That's always a uh, that's a blessing to see and and to see that you know, dope that they spent money to, to actually fly out to Nigeria to you know get your get your homeland. See, you know, every, a lot. It was really cool to have the back and forth. Talk about that was really you know, dope. Talk about the process to get in the um the special as well as when in the conversation did you say, "Yo, okay, so you know, we're going back to Nigeria at some point." <laughs>
0: Let me tell you right now, I don't know. I think I'm going to have to spend my whole career at HBO. Like, I just, I, you, know, like, <laughs> you know how, like, you taste nice things, you're like, ain't no going back. Like, we can't, <laughs> like, what other network? Um, mm-hmm. And I will say they were, it wasn't a fight. I was like, guys, so this is what I want. Like, I want to be able to go and interview my parents who live part-time in Nigeria. And so it could be like a docu-series slash comedy special. And they were like, but mm-hmm. not that. <laughs> oh, okay. oh so Y'all just y'all, y'all out here loving it. Okay, cool. <laughs> like it wasn't a fight. They were, you know, HBO is one of those folks, like, they're not necessarily gonna put out like a thousand specials. They're yeah. gonna put out like five dope specials and be like, yes. And because th- I mean that's what they've been known for. Like they they curate like experiences. And I think they were just like I'm sorry, is anyone else doing this? No, we are bored. You know, <laughs> and they were like, and we got the long money to make it happen. There you go. And, I think, and it was just beautiful. Like it wasn't even, it was, there was no back and forth. They loved it. They were like, okay, we got to figure out how much of the Nigeria piece gets in because we still want to see like as much of an hour comedy special as possible. Mm-hmm. But no, they, they were, I mean, even to the point where I was like, that backdrop was built. And I was like, yo, I saw architecture in Nigeria that inspired me. And I was like, I want the stage at the Howard Theater to look like back home as well. And they were like, so how, how much, what is the budget for this, 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 this build out that's only gonna last <laughs> for one day? And I was like, yes, the guy work with me. <laughs> uh, so, so they didn't know, like messing around with me, like I told them, I was like, it's gonna be a comedy special documentary and music video. Mm. <laughs> because, like, because I, I got Chris Robinson to direct it because I wanted that, like, music video feel where you, I, got, I bring a lot of energy on stage. So I was like, I had this artist named Midlow create the theme song because I'm mm. extra. And so I was like, <laughs> when, you, when you see me on stage, I needed to feel like a concert before you get to the comedy show. Mm. And they were like, okay, yeah, yeah, sure, this is your <laughs> vision. Uh,
2: um, I will say you were on stage up there and it was giving me Mary J. Blige vibes with the, with the heels, the way you were stomping in them heels. <laughs> you know, it, it, I was dying, but it was dope to see. That was There's a lot really... of holleration going on. <laughs> <laughs> it's good energy.
3: Well, what's,
0: what's funny is, I think, in another life, I think, not even in another life, in this life, I my desire. Again, my dreams be mad love. They, they look real high, but my dreams, my goals be right here. Like just real possibly attainable. I think I want to be like a backup dancer, hype woman for somebody. Like, this is like, I don't have, Jesus knew he couldn't give me a singing voice because then I'd be a stripper. I don't know the chorus feel like he couldn't trust me. Like Jesus is like, nah, we're gonna have to keep you close to the cross on this one. And so I just, I, I, I love singing. I love the hypeness of performing, I just don't have all the ability. So as much as possible, I'm I'm like, ah, like I wanna I wanna be on tour with DMX. I want me and X. They call me uh YMX. They're like, okay, we see you YMX because I'm always <laughs> dark And it's just I got this hype. I grew up with three older brothers. So I think their hype is kind of seeped into me. And I'm just I just bring high energy everywhere I go. So even on stage where technically you can be like, oh. As a comic, you should just be—it's just you and the mic and the audience. I'm like, I use all of me, um, and so and also as a black female comedian, style is super important to me, and so mm-hmm. that's why you're gonna see me in the Balenciaga boots. You're gonna see Lawrence boss like created that—I uh, gotta call it my Khaleesi jacket. She, I was like, am I? <laughs> he created the jacket, like constructed it, tra- flew it to DC that day. Um, because I was like, "Yo, I want this to be a moment." Like, you know, it's, it's when you see black female comics, you're like, either they're overweight, and it's like the only way they can be funny is that they're overweight, and it's like mm, that's not it. Or then it's like they just wear t-shirts, and it's like the only way they can be funny is that they dress down. And like a lot of females are like, "Well, I don't want anyone to be distracted or to take anything away from my humor, so I gotta like." you know, kind of suppressed my style or whatever to get my jokes across. And I'm just like, have you met me? Have you met Nigerians? We live out loud. Okay. So I'm just and I would always say when I started comedy, because I was I was super afraid of comedy when I started, I would always say, I was like, you know what? Even if my my jokes bomb, my outfit gonna be the bomb though. Like, you (laughs) know what I mean I'm like, if they don't laugh at me, they gonna be like, but she look cute though, but she looked amazing. And so I I always kind of kept that. Yeah, in my mind frame, i just like we gonna give them something to work with. So uh, I appreciate the, the 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 Mary J. Blige nod, but Africans been dancing since before Mary J. Blige.
2: Okay.
0: We been dancing been Facts.
2: I think I think it was just the, it was the heels and it was the stomp when you was cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could you could have been up there singing, you know, album <laughs> to Mary sure. something. Well, you said so Khaleesi jacket?
0: The, the, the bad boy stop. Okay.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> for real, for real. So you know, going from saying stuff like the Khaleesi jacket is is wardrobe a way that you get into the mindset of of going on stage?
0: Oh, absolutely. Before I shot the special, I um I did a twelve city comedy tour, and each city I brought a different outfit. It was just like like my signature definitely is. Short leather, like leather shorts and a jacket and like thighs out. Like, it's just like you're gonna see all of this is something leather and then the shorts and then either some dope uh, sneaks. Like, I had these uh, platinum diesel sneakers that I love and they were fire. Um, or if I do shorts, then I'll do like thigh boots. Like, so there's always like a jacket, shorts, and either, you know, boots or uh, sneaker game that goes into it. Um, but I like being comfortable. I, I don't really do a lot of dresses. I don't really do dresses on stage. I move around too much. I'm like mm-hmm. I'll be pop locking dropping it for no reason on, on the <laughs> stage. <laughs> and it's just like I, I gotta be able to to kind of do a Harlem shake and you know, a, a Mary Black, a Mary J Block stomp without without any problem.
2: Well talk about you you talk about, you know, while i out on stage, it was interesting to see because I someone like me, I didn't know about you until I saw Molly on Insecure. So I had no idea that, you know, you had, you know, a stand-up background. That's what you had been doing. Um, who were some of your influences in the comedy game? Because I feel like when I saw you transforming in and out of character, it's like, yo, is she rocking with the Wayans? Like, you know, where does some of, you know, the, that stuff come from?
0: Well, what's funny is, I didn't even know that comedy was a thing. Like, I didn't. I, I grew up, and this is not even like a, a plug to HBO, but like, my first foray into comedy was sneaking into my parents' room watching Death Comedy Jam every go. Friday night. Mm-hmm. You know, because they were the they their room had the box. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, Frazier. I don't I don't know what area you were born in, but I don't know if he knows about the like the, the, the box that got hot and it's no. just, like, just you know, mom was like he wasn't in my room. I'm like, ah that's you know? And and it wasn't even that like I I first personally wanted to be a comic i think it was just like who are these black people on tv Mm -hmm. and it was just like oh this is dope i didn't i didn't know the art form i didn't know what it was it was just something that drew me like this is a black experience and we you know we lived we lived in a black environment and so i was like i will i want to know what everybody else knows you know it's kind of the same way you watch uh martin and fresh friends and Mm -hmm. you have to watch the day of because when you got to middle school or high school you can't be like Oh, I ain't seen that episode. Then you're out of the conversation. 100%. And
2: for mm-hmm. me,
0: like watching that Comedy Jam, I remember a comic view. Oh my gosh, yeah. comic view and of course, In Living Color. And again, mm. it was just like these things, you don't know it at the time, but it's like they're feeding your, they're feeding your psyche. They're, 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 they're feeding a void that we like, didn't even know existed. And yeah. so I remember the first time I did comedy, somebody was like, and I was like, this This was one of those like, ah, uh, you're you're far too kind. If, if, if only, you know, this was the case. But they were like, yo, you reminded me of a, a young Chris Rock. And I was like, you know, wow. one day.
1: <laughs> and
0: I, you know, it was one of those things like, you know, in my face. Like, <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> has the Lord revealed this to you, you know? But yeah. I, I, I liked how smart Chris was. You know, everyone knows his infamous you know, there are black people and then they, you know, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, they spin it, they, they spin it. It's just like, how did your mind go to even, like, mm-hmm. talk about how black people put spinners on every on a toaster? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Or even just his classic jokes about, like, you know, strippers always paint their way through college. He's like, I've never met a stripper that's like, you know, the <laughs> and breaking down an equation. And it's just, it's just like, Hysterical to me, and so when I actually did get a chance to meet him, it was like a full like draw the circle and then draw it again. That's how mm-hmm. full it was to just be like, man, this was like my idol, <laughs> like this is my yeah. idol. Um, mm-hmm. But Wanda Sykes, I love some more. Like you know, I'm I'm a pretty clean comic. Like I don't you mm-hmm. know outside of the N word, I don't like use profanity in my set. But I, like some more was just so comfortable being mm-hmm. herself and it was just very like down south very gritty very like
2: ah mm. and it was just
0: like but i just loved her confidence i just loved i think what it was was i don't care you're gonna hear these jokes anyway and yeah. that was so dope and then wanda slides she Sykes was funny to me because she she would always like pose questions and just like leave them up like is that what we doing <laughs> okay <laughs> damn i, I
2: you love know, that I, you I, I'm, I'm sorry. i loved love that you shout it out some more because some more's from my hometown. So that's a uh, you know Yo. Jersey Pride, Jersey Pride right there. She's um, bad too. Yeah. 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 No, she she's she's a bad mom. she's she's a bad one. She's uh, it's she was she's not a queen for nothing. Like she's a bad one. People yeah. sleep on that though. But I mean, she's,
0: she's one of those that you're like, man, she should have had a show. Like,
2: no. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. She should.
0: Yeah. And then uh, we can't forget like the King Waynes. I feel like we can't we can't leave out King Waynes. I. I I don't know what happened in the nineties and the two thousands where like mm-hmm. they only picked one to shine and it's just like, are you are y'all not gonna recognize the artistry that is King Wayne's? Like, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But that what? but that's what that's what happens. I mean, I, I imagine you see it a lot in Hollywood, you know, whether it's you know, different roles for shows or films, it seems like the and, and you know, I always struggle with it. I had I struggle even trying to put it in a word sometimes, when it's like, you know, I love that they are getting the shine right now, but there's, you know, a bunch of other people that can do similar things and you would hope at some point they would get, you know, put on that pedestal as well. But.
0: For certain. For certain. I Hopefully it comes around because someone like a, like a Regina Hall, she's mm-hmm. a comedic gift. And I think she flew under the radar for so long, which we're just like, she can literally do anything. She can do drama. Yeah. She can do slapstick. She can yeah. do, like, nuance. And I'm just like... I'm really glad she's getting her shine right now. But like, this better yeah. not just be a moment. Like, she better be yeah. here to stay. Like, Cicely Tyson stay. Like, i asked yeah. her to be acting in her 90s like, yeah, baby. Yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it's fun. Actually, somebody asked me that on Twitter the other day. They're like, why hasn't Regina Hall, like, been to whatever level they didn't think she was at, and it's it's just for lack of you know watching her. She's been doing things. She was in Girls Trip, like she was the lead in that film. Like you know, it's not it's, it's not it's, it's not, Brenda's scary movie too. Facts, like it's it's not for lack of trying.
0: I I hate the question. I hate that the question is put on her as if like she was the one holding herself back. Yeah. Like, like oh, he didn't want to do pop. No, this time, like. <laughs> It wasn't like she was like, let me not give myself opportunities. It was just like, <laughs> it's about how people see you to give you the work. It's about, like, it's like, you know, now, yes, there's a new black renaissance. And so it's just like, who is great? Let's pluck from this well. But mm. they've been great. You know, even yes. you think about Tracy Ross after Girlfriends, it wasn't like she popped right away. There was a big right. gap, be- you know, between girlfriends and blackish. -hmm. You know, and Mm -hmm. she had read between the lines, but like huge gap between when girlfriends ended and when Blackish started, and now it's like Tracy, let's do it out. Okay, okay. Jesus,
2: (laughs) we'll we'll figure it out someday. Um,
0: I don't think it's for us to figure out. I don't think it's for us to figure out because we already have. We already already figured it out.
1: Facts. (laughs) Well, you mentioned talking to um, Chris and finally bringing that full circle. Have you had a chance to meet any other other legends that you brought up and and pick game from them and and you know build off that?
0: I I want to meet Chappelle like <sighs> I, wanna, I I want I I want to meet Chappelle, bro. I can't even front. I wanna I want to meet him uh, like Chappelle. I want me Chappelle and Martin. Everybody from the DMV. Mm. I want it to just like hey, can we just get together and have lunch? Like, <laughs> like hey guys, you there? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i met i met martin on set i, I interned as a uh, pa or like a writer's uh writers not even assistant writers pa um on love that girl uh which he exactly produced this was a couple like 2011 i think 2011 or 12 and met him briefly but i was like still green and new like one no insecure it was just like hey i'm Huge fan, sir. Uh, how do you like your coffee? <laughs> like, it's just you know, it very quick, very brief. But it it's really like, oh, I'm from Maryland too. Okay, so uh, with two sugars. Okay, gotcha. uh, so, um, so that wasn't like a meeting of the minds, like I would love to have, like right now. Um, I did meet Wanda Sykes. We had a photo shoot together. Uh, was it last year or two years ago? So that was kind of just cool. Just me being like, yo, I I rock with you. I appreciate you. You're yeah. so dope. Um, thank you for also paving a way. Too, for, like, smart, funny women. Um, I think that was the other thing, too. Was like, Rana was smart. <laughs> like, yeah. she, um, and I mean, I, there are so many, there are so many, there are so many people in the comedy world that I still want to meet, but I think there's so many people in the comedy world that are finding out that I do comedy. Um, yeah. Which is, I think, which is the big surprise. Like, even when I did my tour, I think people came off the strength of like, no, we've known Yvonne for X amount of times, but I think people came off the strength of like, that's Molly. Let's see what yeah. he got. Do you know? Yeah. Um, or Yvonne makes us laugh on you know Jesus and Jalop on my podcast. So it was kind of yeah. like, well, now we're curious. But then afterwards, it was like, oh, this hoe got jokes. Oh, she
1: was funny. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I think you know, I think it is going to be dope to introduce people. Like guys, the only reason low key or high key that I'm on Insecure is because Issa saw me performing comedy years before like like i'm only able to be good as molly because i was good on stage and so i think right. it it's uh it's gonna be fun to introduce people to who i who i've always been
2: 100 percent. yeah we'll, well talk about that i mean i know it took a bit for season three and, and then now season four insecure to come out um what was the time frame in terms of When you shot the special, I'm assuming there was also time earmarked to go back home. Like, can you break down, was that between the seasons or when did you fit that in?
0: It it literally, we wrapped Insecure December 20th.
2: Season four? uh, Season
0: four, December Mm -hmm. 20th of 2019. Mm -hmm. And I was on a plane to Nigeria January 4th of 2020. Wow. And then shot the special February 29th of 2020. And yeah. it's coming out uh, June 6th. That's cool. So it was, it, it, I, we didn't anticipate corona, but it was mm-hmm. literally like, yo, I don't have a big window for a lot of things. So like we shot, I knew, I got the deal for the special Um. I want to say early 2019. I got a deal for the special early 20, like it was the deal closed and I had to take time to write the book. So Mm -hmm. I was like, I can't do a tour right now because I got to write the book. And then right after the book, we got to start shooting. And so it was, I literally had this window and it was like, if it don't happen between this window, it's not happening. And so I it it, it it all. God knew, God knew that the world was going to be shut down.
3: Because <laughs> yeah.
0: literally, we we finished, we filmed the 29th and I went March first to start shooting a movie. Um, and then March thirteenth, we were in quarantine.
1: Yeah. So it wow.
0: it was just like I. It, it, there couldn't have been a delay anywhere because we would have been fresh out of luck. Um, oh, and so I, I literally got the last window to shoot a special, which was the 29th. It was like, God even gave me a leap year, y'all. He gave me a leap year yesterday, and was like, this is what you going to do with chick?" And I was like, You're good. you got me good, sir. He
2: had you covered. He had you covered.
1: Um, now, yeah. I me mean, uh, a, d- a dope note that um, I picked up in the stand-up and that comes up in a lot of your work is, um, you know, picking apart the nuances of the Black experience. So how important it is it to you that we're not, you know, just kind of uh treated as monolithic almost?
0: Oh, it's 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 so important. And you know what? I was just having this conversation with somebody the other day, because even like in thinking about like the marketing for the special, it's like mm-hmm. it's easy if you're if you're Latino, you're like, okay, we know that you're brown, okay, but you're 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 part of the, the minority community, but you're Latino, you know, that next. If you're Asian, it's like there's that. But then it's like, I mean, but you black though. And it's like, I'm, yes, I am. I am black. I am. Natural, uh, yes. Uh, however, so it's it's very interesting to differentiate like the African and black experiences. Like we look exactly alike, you know, and it 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 makes for interesting discussions because and this comes up all the time. Like I, I used to have this joke, and I used to say, because you know, obviously, I, I, my mom worked at Howard, which is the great melting pot of the Black Mecca. It's like, if you Caribbean, if you Haitian, if you Black, if you other, you, you <laughs> are in uh, on the quad. Like, there's 18 different types of Black in that like petri dish, right? And whenever like uh, like an African American would meet like a Nigerian or another African, it's like, oh, you African, so much you, I think you better you better than us, and it was just like. Her? But then our parents would be like, because the thing about it, our parents immigrated here. And so they would get cable images. So like, cops, we get cops in, in Nigeria. So can you imagine mm-hmm. if like, the only thing you get from the African American perspective is cops and like BET programming, right? You know what I mean? And, and that's not, not even a say, that's not even a diss, but it's just like, well, so wait. Yeah. They're getting arrested for doing something, and then there's a lot of reality shows about like them fighting each other, mm-hmm. huh? So when we can get to America, here's what you're not gonna do. You're not yes. gonna be fighting <laughs> none of these people. Stay away
2: from them, yeah
0: we need you to go to college, we need you to, you know, like, you separate, it's almost like separate yourself from them going, get everything good that you can get, and get out, you know, Mm -hmm. but then you come here, but, and you have to intermix, and you can intermingle, so you can't really have that separation, so Mm -hmm. it causes conflict, because on one hand, you are like, yo, I'm trying to go to college, I'm trying, I'm trying to get my degree, I'm trying to advance my life, not even for me, but for like, the folks I left back who don't have health insurance, who, you know, who I gotta be the winner so I can help my village. So my yeah. my desires are different. My motivation is different. But at the same time, I can't be like, I don't wanna be like y'all because XYZ, because they're like, the only reason you get these opportunities is because of like the things our ancestors did. So it's it's kind of like we are not on the same page in terms of the the socialization and the and the camaraderie of what it actually means to be both Black and African, right? Mm-hmm. African and American. And also, and then the arguments, you know, on this side is like, well, let a cop pull you over. What you gonna say? Don't shoot me because I'm African. And it's just like, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Like there's no distinction. Like there is with other minority communities. So, you know, for me, I have this lens of like understanding. And I think it's this generation that has mm-hmm. this, this new lens of like, you know what? We can't really separate but we do have to understand and appreciate that there is a difference right and i think that and and both parties need to appreciate and understand like we're similar in a lot of ways but i also have something that makes me different in another way not better or less just different and once we can just be on the same page and accept and, and appreciate that i think then we can start healing i think then we can start having conversations but how it works its way into my comedy is like, I have the dual lens of being able to be like, okay, you can can crap on us on this, but I got something on you on this. And because I'm kind of like in that mix, and obviously with humor, it makes everything kind of digestible in a way that like, I'm not coming for you, but I do got questions.
2: (laughs) Yeah, now you, perfect segue in my eyes, because you talked about people being on similar, or on different pages, uh, season four of Insecure, (laughs) <laughs> Molly, Molly and Issa, they are they are walking on Two different books. Two different books. They're on two different maps <laughs> on two different states and two different countries. Um It's it's been a lot. I know the conversation's been a lot on, on on online when the show's going on. How did you what was your reaction to first seeing the scripts and being like, damn, episode one? She don't really mess with Molly? Like what's going on? I mean first line. it's, it's
0: kind of like uh Wait, what 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 can I attribute it to? Um uh I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a song that just comes out like with the club banger, like right off the bat. You're like, oh, these are the lyrics? Like right off like <laughs> oh, Rick? You know, I had a song, but then I was like, oh no, I think he's canceled, so I can't I can't really use it.
2: <laughs> I'll feel cool.
0: you. But it it was on the tip of my tongue, I was like, ah, ah. That's all that's well for me. Um, but it's it's like when you hear the rap lyric or uh you know, oh even dreams of nightmares, like hold on, wait a minute, y'all thought I was like oh oh, 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 oh I didn't know, I didn't know that I didn't know the, the, the beat was gonna change like that. Okay. <laughs> you know, so so when I when I sat down and I read that I was like, like Low-key, I'm looking like, what are the rest of these episodes? Like, am I getting written off and I don't know about it? Like, what is, what is my arc?
2: <laughs> you
0: know, I, I, could, I said all the time, like, you got to let me know because I got a mortgage now. You can't just be playing with my money. Like, you can't, don't be playing with my character because that 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 affects my mortgage.
2: I got to make some plans if something's going a different way. <laughs> you know
0: what I'm saying? I got to figure out, you know, if I am good on the pole. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is my, what is my <laughs> So, I mean, it definitely was a different season because, you know, obviously Molly and Issa are the nucleus and, like, they're the they're the real relationship. But all the relationships they they have with the opposite sex, like, hopefully that's the relationship that can stand the test of time. And mm-hmm. so it was hard filming the season because, one, we were separated. So not only, like, is Issa, like, in her own world, like, you know, Condola trying to take Molly's place or whatever, you know, God bless it. Um <laughs> So we were separated, so she has her scenes with the black party stuff that Molly's really not a part of. And then when we are together, it's all this tension. And I just mm-hmm. was like, yeah, I don't like this. I, I remember one day, like, in between scenes, I was like, yo, he said we gotta figure this out, because we can't be fighting every time, you know, we on set, because, like, we like each other, like, in real life, yeah. like, that's the thing And mm-hmm. so, but every time we saw each other for the last four, or for those four months, it was all like, what's up?
1: Yeah, okay.
0: I don't like this. This is not, this is not good.
1: <laughs> now, are you plugged in online, you know, especially um, Sundays after airs to the, the Twitter reaction? Because it's been very, very vocal this season, like almost heightened. Like it's always been a timeline show, but this year has been insane.
0: Yo, you know, my, my roommate said it best. She was like, you know, Black Twitter is bored. They got time. You know, <laughs> Black Twitter got all the time in the world. Like it's, it's there was one day where I was like, are they firing shots at everybody? Like, it was like a show came out and then a then a, a battle came out and then something else. And Black Twitter was like, I was like, oh my God, I think I think they need to go outside. Let's just open up outside for Black Twitter. Just give them a couple minutes of fresh air because they got nothing but ammo.
2: Yeah, always, always.
0: And, I mean, I, like you said, Brazier, it, it's, it's at it's a different, it's, it's it's i call it a captain audience it's, it's, it's not just the it's not just the audience it's not just like oh you know if they are held captain that's what i call it. it's a held captain <laughs>
2: No, it's
0: good yeah. and so you know we we live tweet every sunday like yeah. every time uh and I remember after episode one, cause you know, like I watched the episodes before, you know, you spent four months with them and you read the script. So in my mind, I'm just like, okay, yeah. Like I'm watching it like for my performance, like, okay, yeah, yeah, no, you look believable. Like, you know how like a, like an athlete watches game tape, like, okay. next game
1: time. <laughs> I'm watching
0: it like game tape, right? Like just cause I already know the season and it's like, I have the opportunity of seeing the whole thing to fruition. But I forgot that people were only just going to get the first episode.
2: Oh. So I don't think
0: I was prepared for the heat that Molly got I said, Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I was so grateful that I had started therapy long ago because I had to, like, remember, like, they not talk about you. Again, like,
1: like you sort of said,
0: like, it's not you, boo. They not talk about you. Okay? It's the whole character. Like, I, I had to hit up my therapist, like, girl, like, I, I, I feel like I've grown um, because I was able to separate the two. <laughs> so they, came, they came with firebombs. I was like, wow, yeah. Molly's been a lot to die for the last three years and one episode.
2: Sheesh. It's a wrap. Well, I mean, I guess that, that begs the question, you know, how do you feel? Do you think one of the two is right? You know, are you a little more biased because you play Molly on TV? Like, where, do your, uh, where, where are your allegiances at with this?
0: You know, I think the beauty of the show, and I think the the beauty of what the writers do, is that they never give an answer. Mm-hmm. They never, they're never, because y'all are smart. We, we're never going to force feed right or wrong to you all, because life is not that linear. There's so many, like, when was the last time you had beef with one of your homeboys, and it was just like, no, but real talk, he was coming at me, uh, but his is just died, so like, I could-. you know, so it's never that linear. It, it's like, ah, you know, there's got to be room for, like, where are you in your life when you think everything he says is about you? You know what I mean? So it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like what we're watching, it's like there are, there are cracks that that, right. that didn't get sealed up. And so now because those cracks kind of, it's not like a windshield, and then you like, oh, okay, it's just a little. And then it gets cold outside. You're like, God, is this a spider web? Oh, no, that's my yeah. glass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And it just keeps. <laughs> it just keeps going and if you don't fix it your windshield is going to cave like yeah. and i think that's where they are and that's unfortunately that windshield is a friendship and it always yeah. hits harder when it's somebody that like high key you're like no we can't we can't we can't not let this happen you know too much you know there's, there's those friendships that you're like oh, well, we're going to have to die together because you know way <laughs> too much about me <laughs> 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 this brick and table is going to get both of us um <laughs> And so I think I think they're really trying to figure out is this mendable, and has it gone in the deep end, and uh, who who is at fault? And I think they don't know. They don't know. I mean, I don't know when this is going to air. Have you all seen episode five?
1: Yeah. Yes. Well, that was going to be my next question. So uh, you know, going off that metaphor, um, what was it like filming the glass completely shattering?
0: Man, I was just so happy it didn't it didn't have. Like Molly and Issa trade blows. Cause I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> Guys, not you what know, we signed up for. Like, I just was like, I'm not about to, I'm not, I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna, like, I can't. Um, it was definitely, <laughs> what's funny is somebody hit me uh, and was like, just be prepared to not be like, like, after episode five. And I was just like, what? They're like, they are coming for you. Yeah. You're not going to make it past episode five. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, just be prepared to not be liked. I, like, so wait, when is this airing? So I, so I can see if I can drop the name.
2: Where is it going to air in June. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna gonna be gonna be
0: right. yeah.
2: Around the time a special drops, yeah.
0: Boom, boom. So after, like, Lovey called me, my friend Lovey, who I, I did the podcast with, she definitely was just like, Yvonne, they're not going to like you in fact me i don't like you and i was like you're my friend <laughs> she was just like molly was wrong molly was right and i was like bruh you know and it, it's those little things where it's like okay mine have overreacted you know yeah. but i think it was that moment of you know she she just was gonna be selfish she was gonna get what well, she was gonna get no matter what really like that's so you can just bypass me like so Me putting up this boundary don't really mean nothing to you, huh? You just gonna, you gonna find your way to get your way, regardless of how I feel, if I feel away, Well, we gonna have to figure this out like we do in Crenshaw. Like, you know, like, and that's, (laughs) and I think that's Molly's motivation. Now, if you're a perfectly healed and whole human being, you can watch it and be like, girl, just let your friend have it. Y'all can talk offline, hit her up tomorrow and be like, so I really didn't appreciate what you did. And I think we might need some space. That's just how mature adults, you know, handle that. But I'm 36 with about a good year of therapy under my belt. So I don't know how to use my words. <laughs> Molly be acting like she's double in therapy. You know what I'm saying? Molly be yeah. in and be like, okay, cool. And then she be out. You know, she, she of fact, she double-fisted with it. She, <laughs> the, rope,
2: <laughs>
0: the rope is landing on her foot. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, what did y'all think? What did y'all think?
2: That was intense. It was it was it was huge.
1: Yeah, it kind of got me in a way that I thought we were I thought we were good, and then you had like that creeping dread. It was like the insecure version of like the red wedding.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh,
0: yo, Fraser, I see what you're doing.
1: Save that. You can, you can have that one for the tweet.
0: Tweet <laughs> it. Tag me on there. I'm gonna retweet it. I gotta give you props. I can't be copyrighting. I'm right. I'm you also. I can't be copyrighting other people's stuff. Yeah. Yo! That's I didn't. I did not look at it like that. But it was very like, dang, Molly, like you want to do this right now. Mm-hmm. And and the thing about it is, they fought in the past, like episode one, season one. There was that fight scene in the car, but then you know it ends with the girlfriend's theme song, yeah. and it's just, mm-hmm. just like, all right, we could. Then they fought, you know, episode one, season uh, uh season one, episode seven, with the whole Daniel thing, and mm-hmm. it was just like. That was, I think that, that was the first fight scene that hurt me. I was like, oh, no, no, no. I don't know what feeling this is, but I would rather not. You know, like, mm. it, was, it was too real. It was, it was like, because, yeah. you know, it was like my first, the show was a comedy throughout, and then that was the first, like, dramatic moment. And mm. you don't want to not be taken seriously as an actress. So I, I was like, I think I brought too much heat. I was like, wait, wait, oh, so we're not fighting in real life?
2: i know our time with you is almost up but i have to ask your 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 co-star jay ellis got behind the camera and directed an episode this season you talk about you know i know you're doing your writing writing your book have do you ever have any aspirations of writing episodes of tv getting in the director's seat anything like that in the near future
0: For certain, like I, Issa asked, she was like, Do you want to direct? I was like, Yes. Like, even just getting my hands wet uh, or my feet wet with the comedy special. I mean, I was involved. I don't, I'm a a Nigerian. There's a baby on my back and a pail of water on my head right now. Like, we just, I'd be like in the mix. Like, it's just whatever we got to do, we got, we'll do. So, even when we were in, Nigeria, I was like, these are the shots I want. Like, I needed to feel like this. And, da, 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 da. and, like you know, all the street interview stuff. It was like, get him, get his reaction. And, and then, like, in the editing process, I'm in there, like, and then we can cut to this, and then, blah, blah, blah. And then this. And so, I'm, my mind, like, even, because you know, as a comic, you, you're telling a story, and then you know how it's going to end, but you know, but you also got to figure out how you want to get people there. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, before you hit the punchline, you got to, like, you got to tease them enough. And so that's kind of how I see creative things, creative projects. Like, I see differently. And mm-hmm. I, I want to definitely be in a place, in a, in a position to direct one day. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, a gang of shows I'm trying to sell um, and put in development. So definitely writing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, low-key, I'm just trying to create enough stuff to put enough people on. You know, the same way Issa gave me an opportunity. It's like, it took... It took her taking a risk on me, even though she was like, "I I've seen, I've seen the progression. I know what this girl can do." But like, HBO was not coming looking for Yvonne Orji at the you know ex name uh, comedy club, you know, or like or the African fashion club, fashion show that I was hosting. It was like, who does she have an agent? No. Does she have a manager? No. What the heck? This is who you want to give this opportunity to. But I think it takes it takes people who are in the driver's seat who have gone to different places and been like, I see this and I want to do this so this person can get an opportunity, you know? Um, So the fact that from Issa's vision, I'm able to now, like, be in a position to have a comedy special. Mm -hmm. Jay's now in a position for him to direct an episode. It's like, one young Black woman's dream birthed so many other dreams, and I think that's just the beauty and the selflessness of, like, Issa, but also the dopeness of Insecure NHBO. HBO, it's like Princess's movie, you know, Princess was able to direct, and then now he directed the feature. It's just like it catapulted, catapulted everybody in such a beautiful way, and I think that's what art is supposed to do. Like, if you're not, if your vision is only for you, your vision is so limited and so small. So, um, yeah, I want to create those stuff to, to, to put the stories I want to tell out there, but also to give other people a, a shot to tell their stories.
2: Word. Word. All right, Yvonne, well, thank you very much for coming through. Your special, Mama, I so Made much. It, June 6th on HBO. Yeah. Thank you.
0: And I got to give a shout out to Midlow because she did the, um. I, you know, like I said, I'm real extra. She did the theme song. Um. So, and you know, we are released, uh, we're going to release the music video. By the time this airs, it already came out, music video for that. And it was just so special to have, like, a young female um, artist just laid lyrics to this special, and I was just like, "I really do think I'm somebody's artist. I really do think I'm somebody's type woman." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, if you hear the track, it wasn't me; it was an artist named Midlow, and she ripped it. That's
2: dope. That's dope. Thank you. Dope. Appreciate that, Yvonne.
0: Appreciate you guys.
2: Thanks,
0: Yvonne. All right.
2: I don't want to sound like we 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 propped up this conversation, Frazier. But uh, you know, shouts out to Yvonne. She she's a good one. She's a good a, a good conversation. Very funny woman.
1: Yes, real pleasure to talk to you.
2: Yeah, and again, hopefully, shouts out to our, our our day ones, our weekly listeners. If you're feeling, you know, bogged down by again, you know, what we were talking about earlier with the protests and everything going on across the country, hopefully, you know, that conversation we had with Yvonne could could be a little bright spot in your day. Uh, remember that you do have to take some time out for yourself as well. We all can multitask. You can be very in, incapacitated with, with, with what's going on in the world and still be able to catch up on Insecure or take some time to, to watch somebody progressing in their field. I mean, Yvonne is a perfect example. I think she, she's she got a great story. And after talking to her, I was really like, damn, I feel like she should be in more.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I can't wait to see her, to see what she does with it.
2: I don't, I don't want to say like a like a a Wayans level but like put (laughs) put her in just like a real like front to back hilarious film you know maybe even a little goofy at times
1: you know definitely i mean she can definitely play that up and um i think you know as she gets out there more doing press for this and uh once people see the special it'll really illuminate people to uh see like the the breadth of her range i think
2: Facts, one hundred percent. Again, that special. If on orgy mama, I made it Saturday, June sixth, ten p.m. on HBO. Uh, I believe they say it's on demand. Sunday, June seventh. I don't know what that means for HBO Max. I think we're all still trying to figure oh, that God. out at some point. Who knows what an HBO Max is? We're gonna we're gonna have to have a conversation about HBO Max at some point. It won't be this week. Let us know no. how you guys are doing with HBO Max at Complex Pop on Twitter and Instagram. Are you enjoying HBO Max, Frazier? No,
1: I have not signed on yet. Really? Well, I signed on my computer. The but I had HBO Go. Oh, not now. So on this is a whole new experience um, for you. then. No, well, on the smart TV, I tried to download it, but the app is still reading as HBO Now. Yes, and I never had an HBO Now login. So there's nothing I can really do with it. Just use mine. Will
2: that work? Yeah. But I shouldn't have to. I'm more annoyed that I have to. You shouldn't have to, but I think we're going to have to do an episode about HBO Max. You know how I get get with technology. It's stubborn. (laughs) That was the... the, Or any kind of fuck up. That's the backdoor pilot to the HBO Max Bougie (laughs) Bitrate. Big facts. Fraser Bougie Bitrate Tharp. Um, For Bougie Bitrate Tharp, I'm Cal, advising you as always, please, 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 Watch less podcasts every Wednesday, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a like, comment, subscribe, drop some reviews. Let the people know that you're rocking with us because that's how we can give you more podcasts. And we appreciate it, but also we need you to boost the signal so the world knows what we've been doing over here consistently. Um, thanks again, Yvonne Orgy. Special this Saturday, HBO 10 p.m. Um, as always, I'm Cal for Fraser Tharp, advising you to stay safe, whether you're out in the field keeping it real or just trying to get to Walmart to get your eggs. Stay safe as safe as you can. We don't need to be losing anybody else this year. Um, tune in and watch less. please, Peace. Watch Less is hosted by Fraser Tharp and myself, Cal. Our producer is Taliba Newman. Associate producer and sound engineer is Jasmine Plata. Production manager, Chancel Correa. Talent booker, Anthony Allred. Junior booker, Austin Bailey. Our director of talent relations is Kristen Price Harrell. And our senior director of operations is Jen Stewart. Watch Less is a part of the Complex Podcast Network.